0: Boy, forever baby, That's your boy, artist.
1: The he spook back in too deep.
0: Are you Milan? Here, Milan, the It's
2: girl, oh, it's Auntie Tegan. Right, Ebony, aka Ebony with an I. am on a big Head radio show and I'm with
0: the Network, huh? So I was raised in church, didn't like it because mm-hmm. our church was right across the street from the corner store.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So you know you have people hanging out in front of the corner store here. You know my, my mom, yeah. you're having us in suits, Vaseline on the face, <laughs> everything. Early. We was good. <laughs> <laughs> our, our faces were shining crazy. <laughs> So it's like, like we was, I was trying to rush into church like, ASAP, yeah. man. So that's where it started, and then it progressed on to like where I actually started to, you know, it's not just my mother's mm-hmm. faith. It started to become like more personal. So that's where it started. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we talked about this uh, kind of previous before the before we sat down about how it kind of shifted from. You grew up in the church, but then it became your faith after certain things happened. Um, But I would love to go, uh, because I want to come back to that. I would love to go to when you hit um, high school and you hit college and your faith starts to get tested and you have to really buckle down and say, this is the path I'm starting to go. So you're starting to play football. You're super. I mean, we're going to get into his because he was. (laughs) There's. Okay, we're going to just come out and say it. He was better than me. He, he doesn't like, he loves to say it. He loved to say it when I was younger. I never let him say because <laughs> I wasn't done. But we finished. He did um, play for the University of Delaware State, HBCU. Um, but I want to speak on high school and kind of how it kind of started to shift from you being not really known to being known, but then you still living by your faith
0: because that was kind of a battle for you, right? Okay, yeah. High school, I wasn't really living by my faith, you know, because high school, we lived in a um, in a community, you know, Lakeview, where, like, high school football, high school basketball players were normally the most popular kids, you know, because um, just real quick, you know how in Cleveland, you got the Browns, so the Browns, you know, you could, like, Go to Brown Stadium, you could, depending on where you live, ride your bike up there. You could, like, it's close, but take for instance in New York, mm-hmm. you know, the Jets and the Giants actually play in New Jersey.
2: Wow, He's, actually yeah,
0: excited. yeah, they play East Rutherford, New Jersey. So if you live in the Bronx, like over the George Washington Bridge, you're good, but like, I stayed on Long Island by Queens, mm-hmm. so it was like a it was an hour, hour and fifteen minute ride there was no traffic. Right. Then you we take. That <laughs> <laughs> then you take the traffic. Then you take stadium traffic. Then you got to cross mm-hmm. two bridges. Wow. To get there. Just to get to the game. And then you know park in, and then you know it was six of us. Yeah. And my so my mom's not doing that. So, like in Lakeview, we didn't. You know we would see the Giants on TV, but. The people who you could really watch you could get to know were like the high school football players so oh, like that's who you so really in the in the, neighborhood, in the neighborhood that's who you like really started to look up to was Not the you. high school football players so when i was in high school i started to live it where i was like you know i made varsity my first year wow. and then we were at that time really good like so um playoffs every year so to make time a long time f- time
3: <laughs> time. cuz
2: i i got to remember this is my family so i know most of these like i know <laughs> where you like but they don't know like, <laughs> the royal family doesn't know so i want to actually take a second and and do this cuz you were actually born in ohio you were actually the one one the only one out of six to be born in ohio but the whole family's from new york so i think that's very important to understand because a lot of my audience is from cleveland ohio and they'll understand moving too so the move the shift changed you as well so you moving back to new york was like wow
0: yeah it was big it was major you know what i mean so so and this is one of the things as far as like why i think i'm a good pastor now mm-hmm. one of the reasons why i think i'm a good pastor now is because of the fact that I was actually born in Middleburg Heights. So, my mom, my dad is from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. My mom was is from Manhattan, but she was raised on Long Island. Mm-hmm. So, my dad got a good job. He's a professor at Kent State University. So, they moved the family out to um, Ohio, and I was actually born in Middleburg Heights mm-hmm. and was um, grew up until. The third grade in Berea Mm -hmm. so then after the third grade we moved from Berea to um, Lakeview Long Island Hempstead so it's like it was a culture shock because at that time in Berea like I was like one our family was like one of only white black black families and the whole so basically I was like you know a a black a white kid in a black body (laughs) yeah now you transfer me to New York and like long island is crazy. the culture shift was crazy like and look and where i'm from like a lot of the kids it's like this this is how it works i, I don't want to be long when it it. can i break, break it break down, it down. You?
2: this is why I, this is why i love it because that's what i want break that down
0: okay so just uh, get it. so just the uh, culture shift. so it's just like like how um like there's upward mobility so like the people who like from the city if they're parents mm-hmm you know started to get like just a little bit of money but they didn't have like money money to Mm -hmm. go to like long island or something like deep in the island or like staten island they they would move from the city you know i'm saying like brooklyn queens Mm -hmm. the 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 bronx or whatever to like lakeview Mm -hmm. so even though like the parents a lot of the kids was like city kids like take for instance like buster rhymes he was born in brooklyn but mm-hmm. he went to actual uniondale wow long island which yeah, uniondale high school or like i don't know if you know mob deep was like a rap well, yeah, group yeah. in my day so prodigy is actually from Hempstead, really where, yeah but he moved to queensbridge so a lot of right, things you got like public enemy and a lot a lot of um people from like long island but so there was a lot of city kids so like you Moved from Berea to a lot of city kids, so I had, I was York, like, York. I mean, yeah, like New York. New York. So it's <laughs> like, it was like crazy, man. Like it was super duper crazy, yeah. like. And so you just surviving because, like, my grandmother was like one of them grandmothers, like go outside, mm-hmm. you'll come back when the lights come on. <laughs> so you like just outside, out. you know what I mean? So it's just like I had to learn. So I went from, at first, you know, getting picked on. Getting bullied and talked about, like you know, like being kind of the corny kid. To like, you know, then I learned like I could play football,
2: right? And that's around high school time But you didn't start so it was like, like eighth, eighth, grade. eighth grade, so yeah. that was
0: like eighth grade. So, my eighth grade year, once after that season, I remember like things started to change. Like, the cool kids started to want to hang with me. I remember wow. first time. Shout out to my man Aaron from the squad. From the squad, <laughs> he got his um, he got his business and in, and in, in, um, in Brooklyn and Flatbush. But, um, he, he, you know, it's like yo, you want to be in my crew, yo. And then that just started to matriculate, and then you got, now you got like girls like starting yeah. to, like pay me more attention. Like I'm like wow. So, with that being said, it was like. I just think going back to, like, a pastor now, Uh, I can relate to the person who, like, getting bullied and it's like, trying to go through, like, trying to find themselves. Mm -hmm. I can relate to the person who is popular, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, having to deal with, like, you know, different people. The person who moved from one situation because my mom and my dad, they got divorced when Mm -hmm. I was young. So, like, moving away from my dad mm-hmm. to, like, you know, 500 miles away was a real culture mm-hmm. shock. Ray, you know, being in my grandmother's house with my grandmother, my mother, six kids in this little house, you know what I mean? It was rough, you know? So, you know, there's a lot of things, but it's a lot of, like, sometimes that struggle makes you, like, tough now. Absolutely. And that goes, like, with my son, like... I know a lot of people didn't want my son to play football, mm-hmm. who will remain nameless, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, like, you know, you can't simulate an environment that, you know, we grew up in, like, exactly. you know what I mean? It's like, he'll never know what it's like to not That's have true. certain things. Right. So yeah. it's like, you know, you kind of have to simulate it. I think football was a good thing for him Happy. to learn how to fall down, pick himself up learn discipline, learn toughness, hard work, everything like that. So that was kind of like how I went through.
2: I love it. So in high school, you start getting good. Now you get so good, you end up getting a full high scholarship to play Division One football. So
0: you, so that was that was good. I know people are like, well, Del, it was Dell State. Well, you got to understand. No, like, no,
2: no. I played D2. <laughs> Dell State D1. I don't, I don't know what you're no, talking about. No, Dell
0: State is love. Dell State is love. But I am just want to say, like, you know, a lot of people out here, you know, you think this is Northeast Ohio. Mm-hmm. So this is Ohio is like one of the top football, football states, states in the whole Ohio. country. New York is a basketball state. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And then like Long Island, like on the island is like lacrosse is big really? too. So it's like lacrosse is a major sport uh, along with like money. basketball. They got, yeah, like way on I've got sure. money. So, so like to be good enough at football to gain a full scholarship to a Division One college was, like, for where we was at, major. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, So, um, so take that to was that big. Senior,
2: senior year a little bit. Uh-huh. So, yeah, yeah like, what, did you already have the scholarship by your senior year or were you, like, no, uh, in that How did that year look?
0: So it was like, you know, I had a re- really good coach, and I just want to shout out to all of the coaches, all the people out here who is – you know, following your dream. Because I know with you, like, your big thing is, like, exposure and, like, really helping people. And that's one thing that I appreciate about my coach. He gave me exposure. Yeah, I like, you know, went all out, you know what I mean? And, like, when a player's going all out for you as a coach, you know what being a coach, I was a coach for a hot minute. You got to go all out for them. And he had that principle of, like, love. So after my senior year, he started to really, you know, get um, on the phone, get these colleges. So I had a scholarship to a um, a, uh, a school. Day. This is before National Signing Day. Okay. I might have had more Your scholarships. Yeah, but before National College Signing Day, which was in February, mm-hmm. I had two scholarship offers. I went on a recruiting trip to a school in Kansas that was going to give me a scholarship. And then, you know, Dell State. You know, Dell State was closer. It was three and a half hours away from, you know, where, where I lived. Mm-hmm. So being closer to my mom and just once you out in Kansas, you know what I mean, you out there. <laughs> you out there. <laughs> <'Cause who laughs>
3: it ain't that? coming
0: back. Yeah. You out there. Yo, well, shout out to my man, you know, Abu, Abu, you know what I mean? Abu, Gerard Clemens, man, he got he had a scholarship to Emporia State. Wow. And he, was, he held it down out there. I was a big time player out there. Um, so... I, I I wanna say, uh shout out to him, but yeah.
2: I love it. So you, you take the full ride, Dell State. Now you started in eighth grade. Now if like these kids now are starting seven years old. I know, it, so year. did you feel behind when you started? Did you feel like you had to did you feel like you had to just be hungry immediately when you stepped on the field, or was it like I have to figure this out and then I just was good?
0: Yeah, it was like um both because of the simple fact that you know competition wasn't yeah. like like take for instance my son goes to ignatius yeah so you know freshman
2: year, year yeah be coming. Uh-huh. so
0: like ignatius man them kids is like beastie like yeah. you know what i mean From and <laughs> yeah so our our team had like a lot of talent and mm-hmm. there was like one other team that had a lot of talent but it wasn't until like the all-star game mm-hmm. we have an all-star game now it's the Heroes Bowl, so it's Long Island versus New York City. Mm. So, like, in the – so, like, the competition wasn't that great. There was, like, one team where I got kind of got a little competition mm-hmm. as far as just personally, individually. So
2: you was dominating kind of yeah. already. Yeah, in yeah, my, in my junior, senior, junior, senior year. Got you, okay. The competition
0: level, you know right. what I mean? But then when I got to the Heroes Bowl and See. started to play against, like, three, four-star mm-hmm. – players, you start seeing like, yo, like a three-star, four-star player is different yeah. from what I was seeing. Every day, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> day, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's Absolutely. like then you realize and it's not different because they like way, way athletic because we had athletic kids, but I remember there was this one kid, shout out to Brandon Moore. He played like eight years in the NFL for the 49ers, went to Oklahoma. But Brandon, Brandon Moore, like – we had kids on our team that was as big as strong and athletic but he was just so polished. Yeah. Like like he played like he had skills like like a college player like and just having that Already. experience, having yeah. that yeah. polish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Having that like knowing how to read, knowing how to step, knowing how to react. He played so it was just a different level. Some kids was like super explosive mm-hmm. so it was, like, it was like both. I wish I would have played earlier, but then I'm not mad because, you know, football be, beats up in your body. And then, you know, some of these teams out here, you know, I heard well, like one of my players, um, you know, he, he's in college now, but he, he played like there was like over like 30, you know, Muni League games football yeah like from the muni league season then you go to regional then you go to national what? then you go to like another turn all these tournaments yeah they be playing a lot of games and basketball yeah so you know like the beating up on your body It's real it, it can be real you know what I mean but you know so it was, it was it's different bro. I love
2: it so you go to dell state now I don't even personally know this story is this where you meet? Keisha, is this where no, you I meet my auntie? Yeah. Do when, when does that happen? Okay. I, I, I want to get that um, established first, then we're going to talk
0: about coffee. Okay, so basically, it happened when We were both in graduate school. Graduate school, school, okay. So she is from down the way. You want to give me a (laughs) shout-out? Yeah. uh, I grew up
1: off of St. Clair, near 131st and St. Clair. Yeah, so, yeah,
0: so Arbor Road, you know, Iowa Maple, you know what I mean? So, yeah, so she she went to college here. Then she went to law school in Virginia.
2: Got you. You know, and then I went to
0: college at Dell State. Then I went... To seminary in Virginia at at a school called Regent University. Wow. So, um, it just has, so the law students have their own library at the time. It's the law library. But for some reason, she was just down (laughs) at the regular library. So, you know what I mean? I see her and I just come started talking to her. You know, she was mesmerized by my my New York swag. You know what I mean? You know, she was all like, 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 so I started talking to her, whatever, and um, you know, she was digging me. You wasn't feeling me though. Okay, well, first of all, <laughs> uh, here we let's, go, get let's, let's get the real, let's get the, here the real. We go,
1: bro. I was in the general library because I wanted were? to take a break from the law library, I was there all the time okay. trying to do my work, trying to read. <laughs> got my computer, my books, everything out, and you come and walk up to me like you know me talking to me i'm like oh wow trying to game. do my work you know he's like hey you know i'm looking for my study group then he's yeah, like i got eyes red i'm like <laughs> no
0: no but, but, but then what did you say you went home to your roommate like I think I met someone. I think I met someone. Oh my god. Come on. That first I time, you. but but that
3: that was our
0: first. And then okay, so effort. so then she had when she was studying the first time I met her, she had a she had her glasses on, she had a ponytail. She had her you know books, laptop out. Next time I see her, why are her hair done? <laughs> no Maybe. glasses. Okay. Looking good. Like, I'm like, oh, hey, okay. Oh, really? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, oh, really?
1: Yeah.
0: Yo, oh can gosh. I get you know, got that number real quick? <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, well, let me tell the quick
1: story about how he got the number. So. We knew a lady. We we had a mutual friend, and she was actually from Cleveland, right? Nice later, lady. Um, so he comes up to me like, you know, so and so is my friend. Is it okay if I ask her for your number? I'm like, why you wanna ask her? For-? I'll give you my number. Okay.
0: <laughs> Cause you don't want to be so, rejected. So yo, if you don't want my give me a so she said, No, you can't get my number from your friend. So she really was like trying to block her friend, not me. Mm-hmm. But if I just put myself out there, so I had to make sure I just had oh, to keep yeah, sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on, come in the back way. But you gave me that number though, real oh, you know what I'm saying? God.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's how we met. And I love it was it. pretty fast. It was pretty quick because I think after a couple of weeks we were
0: dating. No, we wasn't dating after a couple weeks. It wasn't after a couple weeks. We went. It was, it was when the, you part, it was before you semester. went home.
1: Yeah, so we met the very first semester at the
0: school. Okay, so let me tell you. So in like
1: October or something.
0: So she is, you know, a part of the Great Delta Sigma Theta Sorority, yeah. Incorporated. <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, she from Cleveland, Cleveland State, these other dudes that she kicking with, you know, that she was kicking it with. So I'm like, I'm not about to, like, be all, you know what I'm saying, into her. And then she go home and she, like, kicking with other dudes. So I, like, before she went home on that break, I was like, yo, are we serious? Are we, like, talking between me and you or are we just friends? Yeah. Because if we just friends, then that means that we all can talk to everybody. Right.
2: And you know.
0: At least you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I know if you talk you're not, I'm not gonna just be sitting there sad you know, sad and you <laughs> up here just kicking <laughs> it, having fun I had at, a home. Great time at the house. You know what I mean? So then you she was lock like, Yeah, down. yeah. She, <laughs> like now, so then we then we agreed that we would just be kind of exclusive. Oh. And then, you know, our family so was hating on us. So we uh-huh. met
1: like October. Wouldn't you say like around October? Okay. By December, we were dating. Wow. Okay.
0: And then shout out to Mr. and Mrs. Johnson, my mother and father in love. <laughs> yeah. They was like, well, who's this boyfriend? <laughs> you know, why? why I got to be all serious. oh. <laughs> well, so that's like, my dad. Oh. my dad. Was oh her dad sat me down in the chair for my first like, time, like, first first out time the yeah out the yeah. gate like yo you know what's all this, you know. <laughs> Why is this so fast? Like I was like she he's serious, but you know, that's her ba- that's his baby. And so. I think
1: did, didn't he say something like I didn't send her there to to find a boyfriend, <laughs> she's supposed to finish yeah. school. I sent her there for school. She was for <laughs> And that was
0: one of, that's one of the testimonies because of the simple fact that, like, the the testimony is, like, I got saved on Delta State campus at 19. And wow. One of the big things that the Lord did in my life is he spoke to me about abstinence and mm-hmm. abstaining from sex until marriage. You know what I mean? So that was something you know, that I was really trying hard to do. I wasn't always perfect on the campus or whatever, but in I college. just yeah, in college, yo. So it was really? like a real So you were still was battling. Real, so I was really trying to like do that. So a thing a thing that happened was like when we met, she was a virgin and she was like really um big on like being abstinent and finding a person who agreed with that mm-hmm. and she could probably you know tell her her testimony like some of the struggles that she dealt with like trying to live that life so one of the things like meeting her parents just to not go too far around the bush but me and her parents we know with my parents and with her parents a big thing was her graduating mm-hmm. me graduating so we kind of started dating halfway through our first year, and it was like, you know, three years until uh, grad. So it was another, it was a three-year program. So it was two and a half years until graduation. graduation. So that was a big test, you know, um, just really right. abstaining right. for the two and a half years. So you got married. We got married right after. <laughs> right, right after. We graduated.
1: Sunday, and the following Saturday, we, was we not. were married. <laughs> and,
0: and then people was like, yo, why so fast? Oh, like, like, but, but for us, it wasn't fast. Yeah, plus, graduate. on our campus in graduate school, this was a
1: Christian. So a Christian
0: school, school is high. way, way like different. People, different. You know. Were, they yeah. were
1: meeting. My, two months. know? we know. People were meeting. I would say like a month, two months, three months later, they get married. Getting married. married, yeah. getting married. Ring Christmas by spring. Ring, oh, we really? know. What? Ring by spring. We know. I know, <laughs> and and I know. that was
0: crazy. So it's like a like, It on? was like the polar opposite. Like because, <laughs> <the, laughs> you know, you know, DSU y'all you know, the fresh fish. Y'all be <laughs> out here, you know, going fishing for the fresh. So, so that was like, so it's like, you know, at a um, college campus, just, you know, kicking it, you know, having fun, you know, doing, doing your thing, you know, marriage isn't even a thought, it's not even in planet earth marriage, you know, but then it's like, yo, like, you know, people on Christian campuses, like getting married, like, like mad quick, yo. so that was another test, like, Yo, like, why aren't we getting married? You know what I mean? Like, we could, like, all of our struggles could be resolved, but we knew that God, you know, to make everything right, like, for her parents to be at ease, mm-hmm. for my parents and my family to be mm-hmm. at ease, for everybody to come together as a family, yeah. and it doesn't seem like we just outcast doing it, right. right? Like, to bring the whole joint to God, I knew that, you know, you know, the Lord wanted us to like really wait. And just go through that process, that struggle. Yeah.
1: Plus, plus, I would say in addition to that, I mean, the only the only reason to get married should not be just simply because you want to have sex. Yeah. I mean, that is so much more to yeah, marriage. So, absolutely. um, so we we kind of had to. You know, check ourselves about that as well. Yeah. You know, are we just rushing to get married so we can have sex, right. or are we really trying to build something that's going to be like? And you
0: was looking good sometime now. Yeah. I was like, you was I was like oh, wow. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. 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 You know, so we had everything like curfews, you know what I mean? We like,
1: with you, you kind of Because I was cool, like hanging out? She
0: wanna, talks, talks, because she didn't Because she
2: was time. you had an actual battle. You had
0: went through that you're trying to yeah run. yeah like so, been, so it's like yo like you what is we close. like we just kicking it one 12 o'clock at night you want to cuddle like what is we doing right like, uh, now like no so, so i was like 11 we gotta start wrapping this up and we gotta you know what i mean and she's like we gotta leave we gotta leave? like why do I gotta, why I gotta stay why i gotta stay why she's like okay i'm like oh
2: but y'all figured it out. And yeah. You graduated, and y'all got married. Y'all have a beautiful cousin who's 6'12 already <laughs> at 14 and about to head to the league next year. So, um, But I want to talk about 19 years old and you giving your life to Christ. Like, why make that decision at 19? You're a college athlete with a scholarship at a HBCU, so you know it's parties every single pa, night. Literally. Like, what made you be like, all right, this is the time? Because you've had other moments where you could have been like, this was the moment, this is the moment, but 19 years old.
0: You know, um, just to be totally honest, I really felt like the Lord spoke to me and was like, you know, um, he just told me that not only did he want me to be a Christian and call myself a Christian, but... He wanted me to because the big thing is this is like, you know, you know, um, just hypocrisy. And I don't feel like it was just a situation where um, the Lord want, didn't want me, wanted to be me to be out there mm-hmm. in the public, but somebody who wasn't considered a, a hypocrite.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I wanted my goal was nobody because... One of the things that a lot of people were saying was that, you know what, you know, the reason why I'm turned off to the church is because there's a lot of hypocrites out there. And then I heard a lot of things, people say things like, you know, like, I don't really know any real Christians. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm turned off to the church because I don't know any real Christians. And that really penetrated my heart. Like, yo, I want I don't want people to know me. And say that they haven't never met a real Christian. I wanted to, even though I'm not perfect, even though I made mistakes, even though that they can really say, well, you know, he's really sincere. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's really trying to live this according to what you know a Christian is supposed to be. You mm-hmm. know, and yeah, that, that's at just 19, my and, and at, at 19, it's and it's like that step you know but at the end of the day it's like it was rough but it paid off man because of the simple fact we've been married for 18 years more than 18 (laughs) years you know I never cheated on her from the day that we met until now you know never raised my hands to her we never got mad at each other cussed each other out we never did that you know Girl, we, we have got mad at each other we, got <laughs> yeah, mad
1: we each other. have had
0: what heated uh, yeah we got <laughs> mad at each other yeah yeah, yeah yeah not because yeah them. somebody yeah. makes up it's another person off. mad more than others Oh boy. no but um yeah so i mean like we're, we we're not perfect but it paid off like in like this is like we're happily married yeah. you know and like all together we've been together for um like I said 20 years and nine months so almost half wow. of our lives and um like it's crazy because I was just talking because there's people that I see that I met when they was five years old now Chris was 29 yeah well is he like 26 around there yeah but you gotta be 20 family. If he's, if he's five, if he was five, he has to be like, yeah, 20, yeah. 26. So it's like grown, man. Yeah. There was like little kids now that are grown. Man, yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah like, really. yeah, you know. Like
2: I was a kid you, you, I, mean, yeah. I know, yeah, yeah like little oh, baby. I when I um, walked into your apartment, well, your place at Delaware State. Like I only went one time. Okay. I remember when oh, I was oh, so wow. little. No,
0: you, you went on a recruiting trip. You remember you oh, went yeah, to the yeah, game? You know, I went on a
2: recruiting trip, but I was, yeah, when I was little little when you were still okay, playing yeah. i went to yeah. your apartment okay, okay yeah it was crazy <laughs> yeah, so, trip was
0: amazing. yeah so it was it was good man but yeah so that's kind of how it went down
2: okay so from 19 to you graduate and you make the decision to go and and this is, is at 19 do you make the decision to become a pastor Did
0: no you? like okay so at 19 i fully committed to christ and then christ kind of like threw me out there early like oh, and like leadership okay. positions i was shout out to fca fellowship of christian athletes Absolutely. So I, I was a you president yeah pre- president of fellowship of christian athletes for like um two and a half years until i graduated okay so that front. was basically the next step yeah like that you was the, next step, yeah. You took
2: the athletics that you were still in and went and and, and developed the spiritual side with it
0: yeah 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 so it was good and it was like it was good man it's like um, and i
2: asked that and i and i say that and i want to break it down because i want to give them a blueprint um like young athletes that do want to follow christ that do want to give their life and they don't know how to after like anybody can have that moment when it's all quiet in in the sanctuary. And they and the and the doors of the, <laughs> of the church have been open and you can walk up you can have that moment but what do you do after how do you what's the steps who do you who do you go talk to who do you connect with FCA like if you're an athlete and you're in college and you do want to follow Christ FCA is great so I just wanted to give a blueprint.
0: Yeah, FCA is great. Yeah, that's definitely a blueprint. Obviously, if you want to follow Christ, I, I would say, and, and you're really serious, first thing when you're young have a vision mm-hmm. man because if you don't have a vision of like you know a god-given vision of like where god wants to take you where god wants to bring you as far as relationships as far as your life as far as your work then if you just kind of going day to day then you kind of like lose track of like why am i doing this really? everybody's okay. everybody's partying yep. everybody's kicking everybody's having fun so why am i in here if you kind of just go on day to day, so like first have a vision, you have to always get in your word, like like really, you know, because um, the Bible says that the word is going to keep you in that storm and that temptation. Another thing, prayer, you know, really get that intimate relationship with the Lord, you know, take the challenge, but you definitely get into like a, a, a ministry on campus. Mm. A small group, a church that has good small groups for young adults, something wow. where because Why
2: small groups so important. Because I think that's so important. I think that's key. Honestly.
0: It's crazy because people don't realize that that Jesus was a young adult when he died. Right. You know what I mean? Like when people think of the church, they think of a lot of old pe- older people. Yeah. You know, all my older people. You know, seasoned. You know what I mean? <laughs> a lot of seasoned people. Um, who, you know, in the Bible is kind of oh, old, outdated, irrelevant or whatever. They hooping out. They So they assume Jesus must have been mad old yeah. when he died. But no, Jesus was young. He was 30, you know, when he, he started his ministry. Mm-hmm. And he, it lasted three years and he was 33. So it's like he was a young adult, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And being able to get with other young adults, I think is important. So you can see somebody your age yep. trying. Mm. Now, don't get me wrong. There's going to be seasons where you gonna feel lonely because of the simple fact that, you know, some people, when you're trying to go higher, they want to drag you down. Mm. You know what I mean? So, you know, they want to be like, why are you doing this? Come mm-hmm. kick it. Let's drink. Let's smoke. Let's party. Let's do that. And I'm not trying to talk about anybody or whatever, but it's like, yo, know, like sometimes you have to just distance yourself yeah. from certain people. If you really serious and then, you know, really pray and get around some people who are trying to live and then also get some mature people in your life that you respect, mm-hmm. you know, like somebody like who who is. At a different level, because as you know, how you was talking about me with the podcast, Mm -hmm. you know, how can you go to another level if you the highest person in your level? So you got, I mean, the top. New podcasts and all come of on, you on, what you know. I'm saying, what is on. it? Ohio, Ohio you know, top half
2: podcast, podcast in Ohio, number one in Cleveland,
0: number check one, now, number you're not one
2: lying in the church right here.
0: You know, what I mean, come but if, so if all you're doing is looking at the other podcasts in Cleveland, right. how, how would I you grow? know how to grow? So you also not only get around people your age on your level, you know, check with people who are level or two higher that can help bring you up. You know, and give you the way, pass on the knowledge, the way to go up to that next level that you want to, just like how, how you're doing.
2: I love how you broke that down. That's exactly um, like a step-by-step that they could do to feel like they're getting more engaged. Because I feel like it's a feeling, too, because you want to feel like, okay, I've, I've given my life, now what? How does this, it's, How is this supposed to feel? What am I supposed to be doing every day? Who am I supposed to be talking to? So thank you. That was perfect. And just can I say
0: one more thing? I just want to say something for the younger viewers, because I know church isn't the most popular place in the world right now. But the Bible says this. The Bible says that Christ said that, you know, on this rock, the rock was Christ. He was talking to one of his disciples, Peter. I'm not trying to give you a sermon. But basically, he says, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So if you are coming against a lot of the, uh, attack, whether it's mentally, whether it's emotionally, whether it's financially, whether it's in like just discouragement, anxiety, you know, if, if the devil is really trying to attack you in a lot of different ways, find you a church home.
3: Yeah.
0: You know, find you a place where you could be rooted and grounded, people who love you, people who will cover you in prayer, people who will encourage you. People who are trying to go the same path, you know, it's just like this. You know, like we may not always agree, mm-hmm. we may fuss, we may fight, but mm-hmm. we still family. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We all trying to head in the same direction. Absolutely. So that's kind of what I want to say.
2: I love it. Now I want to go and kind of skip forward. And you, so you've gotten into basically full time. studying ministry so you're now you're in school you graduated from um delaware state and you go to west it's virginia right
0: um yeah regent university in virginia beach
2: yeah so and you're there for the next three years three years studying what exactly
0: um so i got a master's in theology
2: master's in theology and what does that do for a pastor or a a, i want to be pastor at the time
0: okay so the thing is this is just like um this is the way I look at it. I'm okay. not trying to say because the thing is, this you do not have to go to seminary to do God's will, to oh. be a preacher, and everything like this. Um, you know, there, but everybody has to be trained in some way. Mm. Let's take, for instance, Paul in the Bible, mm. he went to seminary, he studied under the feet of a great the, the, one of the greatest Jewish rabbis. Wow, okay. Peter. He was rocking three years with Jesus, so he didn't go to seminary. But if you rock in three years with Jesus,
3: <laughs> I mean,
0: you got uh, what else do you need to do? Like, so it's different, but I think you need to train. But here's what I how I look at it. Mm-hmm. How I look at it is, is if you want major heart surgery,
3: mm-hmm.
0: are you going to go to a person who said, oh, yeah, I studied half the books at medical school? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I can do it. You're not going to do not. You're going to want them to go to medical school, residency, you know, pass every test, every, have all there. of the cert. <laughs> and even after they get all of that, you will probably want them to have some experience. Yeah. Like, don't let me be the first person. first person. <laughs> Heart, like, when you're in charge, it's the first person you're in charge. Like, we, I'm jumping your career off. Like, I don't want to do that, that. that. You know what I mean? <laughs> So I just want to say, like, if you know, I'm supposed to be like, you know, if the church is supposed to be a spiritual hospital, mm-hmm. how can like the the leader of that hospital, you know, not really have like a certain level of knowledge of the word and mm-hmm. credentials mm-hmm. and say, hey, like, you know, I know a certain level. That's and then just for me also, it's just a natural professional development, like, yeah. Once you get to a higher level, you want to go higher, yep. like, and it's just natural that you're going to do what it takes to, like, you know, that's why I'm going, went back to school to get my doctorate. Yeah,
2: right. To so you right now. I'm in my
0: doctorate, doctoral Torah program, yeah.
2: That's beautiful. And I, I, I want to get to that, um, because you, you graduate. Did you want to get into a church first? Because I know the story of you starting your own church and everything.
0: But what was your plan coming out of graduating? My plan coming out of graduating was to get married, obviously. A week later. Yeah, married. Yeah, I wanted to go, you know, I wanted to go straight into pastoring the church, and I wanted to just keep climbing up the ladder of success or whatever. And one of the things is this, you know, God's plan isn't always our plan. Talk
2: about it. That's real though. You know what I mean?
0: And, you know, sometimes, you know, just take, for instance, you know, I always go at being a pastor, go back to the Bible. Like, um, Moses, I mean, when he was 40 years old, he was ready to lead the whole nation. He was ready. Let's get this popping. Let's get it jump all, jumping off. You know, he's seen his fellow Jewish people getting harassed and abused. So he went in and he killed an Egyptian and he was like yo let's let let let's get our freedom now mm-hmm. and what did God do? He was like no nah, you know you go in the back side of the desert and you raise sheep for the next 40 years wow. and I'm going to prepare you doing that and I'm sure there was crazy days where you well, know Moses was like what am I doing what mm-hmm. is my life even all about like you know I thought I would never be doing this I thought I would be oh leading, God, I see what and then and then so it's just a simple fact that you came out the gate out of with the door. yeah. I was like, <laughs> like yo, I'm about go. to be. I'm like, like, I'm about to be the man. I'm about to be the next God's, big thing. Okay, okay. And God was like, no sir, days, like 40 40 chill, here. <laughs> Get
2: on back here. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah take a seat, a step back. So, um, that was a situation where, and if I don't know if you want to tell them why we moved from Virginia Talk back here, to back to Ohio.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um in 2005 we got married. Mm-hmm. Um and then we continued to live in Virginia for a couple of years. Really? Um yeah. I was so young. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> none of that. We continued to live Man. there for a couple of years, but then in um 2007, the beginning of 2007, my um, my father died first in January um, on my mother's side, mm-hmm. and then only a few months later, my brother-in-law unexpectedly died mm-hmm. in April, mm-hmm. and um, just those two things really, you know, hit hard, and, um, you know, and so I talked to Your him aunt. about, you know, possibly moving back here mm-hmm. to be closer to my mom and Thank my you. sister Your aunt. during that time.
0: Your aunt passed?
1: During that time, it was just my grandfather, brother in law. During that time, oh, during that time, um, I know who you're talking about. Before all of that, that was the same year we got married. My aunt passed, who lived in Virginia. Okay, that was unexpected, and that was really rough. That wow. was really rough for us. Um, and we were still in Virginia, and mm-hmm. she had two sons who were still there, so okay, we were still like around that, but yeah, but then like a couple years later, this happened. Mm-hmm here in, Cle- in the Cleveland area. So that's what brought us back, and, you know, I thank God that he was, you know, in agreement with me to do that, you know. To I always thought
2: it was his idea. No. Like, to come back, because you were at our – because of Grandpa. Like, I thought you would just move back to Cleveland finally.
0: Yeah, you know, that – well, that was a big plus that I had – you know, my dad was here. Y'all was here yeah. my, my brother, my family. Yeah, we moved up
2: here until we moved up here in two thousand
0: nine. Yeah, two thousand nine. Yeah, so y'all were just
2: yeah, cause y'all got the house. Wow. So it
0: was crazy. I thought I was gonna go into ministry. You know, the crazy thing is, is that I actually got a job offer from a mega church. Did you really? Yeah, I'm talking about a mega church. Like, I'm talking about the Word Church. Like, but. It was, you know, like it was that size, and
3: in Cleveland
2: or in, uh, in no, in in Virginia. Virginia. In Virginia. In Virginia, got I got they
0: got I got a, it was it was um so they this church had a school and you know they um hired me to teach at their school and they offered me the contract and everything and I know and I had a um a, a friend who was like the youth pastor so I kind of knew that. If I would have joined that church, if I would have went into school I could have I could have been able to move up. Yeah. And could have just used, you know, my experience there and, and the connections there and whatever. But the Lord was like no, you know wow. what I mean? So I had to turn down a contract, you know, uh, to to work for a mega church. You know, and yeah, I came back here.
2: Goals and dreams, right? Yeah, that was that was a, that that's that's something a, I've heard since I was younger. Yeah, that
0: was that was a dream, especially back then. You know, now it's, you know, my dream is just to do the Lord's will, okay. you know, but, you know, so I went from that to coming back here, working at area temps, just wow. trying to, you know, because we moving into our, her parents' house and you don't want to be a freeloader. Right. So I'm like, yeah, I mean, yo, you're That's what yeah, you're
3: yeah. So I had to, so it's
0: like i was working these 10 jobs every job i'm talking about whether um filling up trucks selling materials you know what i mean cutting fruit i was Was like
2: original degree in at delaware state
0: it was in phys ed okay yeah that's where the teaching
2: comes in yeah so
0: i (laughs) so i came here uh and then i you know was also while i was working on my other time i was studying to get my teaching license.
2: Wow. Okay. Because you
0: got to take two tests. You take the phys ed test, which that was easy, but every teacher, whether you like a physics teacher or a phys ed teacher, you got to take like the um, national, the teachers exam, the okay. state teachers exam, called the PLT at that time. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, i had like 20, 30 books studying for that exam, and then you know, became a substitute teacher. Yeah. So substitute teacher is worse than a teacher because yep. you get no respect no <laughs> whatsoever. So you got to go hard. And you know me, you know, just being a football player, you like, well, you know, I'm tough enough to go anywhere. So I'm going mm-hmm. everywhere in Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? No matter, no matter mm-hmm. where. You know what I mean? So it's like that was another thing that I finally, you know, got a break. Shout out to John Hay High School. Shout out. The coaches at Cepeda um, from the John Hay Hornets, mm-hmm. you know, I, gave me my first opportunity coaching. Also gave me, uh, you know, helped me get into John Hay to be a phys ed teacher. Wow.
2: So that was your first coaching cool. and
3: Fits that job full time. Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. That's the reason why I went to John Hay. People, y'all didn't know it's this guy. Yep. So it's like (laughs) so it
0: was a situation where, um, when it came to John Hay, like I got laid off. You know what I mean? What? You know. Um. So I got two
2: thousand
0: eight, right? Two thousand. I think it was two thousand
2: nine. Literally, when I'm coming up here.
0: When you were coming up here. Cleveland had some massive layoffs, and so I had no tenure. Wow, absolutely, right. so I got laid off, um, and then Coach Desipeda, he had to do what he had to do to make sure that yo, like, if I can't, you know, if the situ- if my situation changed, you know, he had to make sure he had his coaching staff in place. So it was just a situation where, when all that was happening, you know. It was like I felt God moving me from football to ministry,